50,000 people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. Our so-called leaders prostituted us to the West, destroyed our culture, our economies, our honor. U.S. Marines stationed on high alert were given the order to invade the small... Just as they lay waste to our country, we shall lay waste to theirs. You think this will stop the bloodshed? You all are soon dead. Welcome to episode 232 of Laps Gamer Radio. I'm your host, Mark Hamer, and joining me tonight, Mr. Nick Case and Mr. Andy Piddy. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Hi, good, thanks. Uh, not but too bad today. Busy day. Not too bad. Mm. Good. Well, I'm glad you're both so enthusiastic this evening because we're going to discuss. Uh, <laughs> an absolute outstanding game. Um, it's we're back for another Hall of Fame episode, our third entry into the Labs Gamer Radio Hall of Fame, and this one I think is like uh, probably the biggest one of the three we've done. Definitely had the biggest impact on the video game industry, I'd say as a whole. Then definitely more than Blackman Arkham Origins, Arkham Asylum, even and arguably more than Half-Life 2 did. Mm. Uh, we're talking about 2007's Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Not Call of Duty um, Modern Warfare. Cut. Not Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Call of Duty 4. Not Call of Duty Modern Call of Duty Warfare. 4 Modern Warfare. The one that came out in 2007, not the one that came out in 2019. I still can't believe it came out. out. 2019 is very good. I still can't believe it came out in 2007. Like, yep. that's yep. so long ago. 16 I, I years. I still remember yeah, the yeah. first time I saw it being played. With like the the peak, the heyday of Xbox 360. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure it was the same on PlayStation 3 as well, but like no one I knew had a PlayStation 3 at that point, <laughs> so I only I only ever experienced this on Xbox 360. Same. Um, PS3. So... I'm reading from the Wikipedia, Call of Duty 4 Mod Warfare is a 2007 first-person shooter video game developed by Infinity Ward and published by Activision. Uh, just before I forget, actually, if you go onto YouTube now and go over to the... Uh, not right now, but like 
at, at your own leisure um, and go to the No Clip Archives channel. Oh. Uh, Danny O'Dwyer and the team over at No Clipper at the moment doing a bunch of uh, archiving old GameSpot and Giant Bomb videos. Uh, and there's some gems in there. And one of them is a, I think it's from either 2006 or early 2007, Infinity Ward Studio Tour. Yep. Um, it's very cool. Everyone there looks super young. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well worth watch. Um the game breaks away from the World War II settings of the previous entries and is instead set in modern times, developed over two years, which is a crazy short period of time compared to the games now. Um, modern Warfare was released in November 2007 for the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and Microsoft Windows, and was ported to the Wii as Call of Duty Modern Warfare Reflex Edition in 2009. Uh, either of you play that version? Nope. nope. Nope, never touched it. I'd be interested to see what it's like. Um, the story takes place in the year of 2011, the distant future of 2011, where a radical leader has executed the president of an unnamed country in the Middle East and an ultra-nationalist movement ignites a civil war in Russia. The conflicts are seen from the perspective of a US Marine Force recon sergeant and a British SOS commando in a set in various locales such as the United Kingdom, the Middle East, Azerbaijan, Russia and Ukraine. The multiplayer portion of the game features various game modes and contains a leveling system that allows the player to unlock additional weapons, weapon attachments, and camouflage schemes as they advance. Uh, the game received universal acclaim from critics and with praise towards the gameplay and story, but criticism for lack of innovation, which is kind of wild. Yeah, I that. Um, Modern Warfare 1... Modern Warfare won numerous Game of the Year titles and two BAFTA video game awards. The game is considered one of the greatest video games of all time. It was a top-selling game worldwide for 2007, selling around 7 million copies. That seems so small by standards today. Mm. Um, 7 million copies by January 2008, and almost 16 million by November 2013. It was followed by two sequels that continued the story, um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 in 2009 and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 in 2011. The quality, I feel, dipped as they went along. Yep. Um, a remastered version of the game, mm. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, was released as part of the special edition bundles for Call of Duty Infinite Warfare in 2016, and then as a standalone game in June 2017, and a reboot of the Modern Warfare games, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, was released in October 2019. Um, did you guys have much experience with the Call of Duty series before Modern Warfare came out? Had you played like the, the first three at all? I had played uh, not any of the first three, um, but I had one of the weird GameCube ones. Right. Um, um, yeah, they came up with yeah, Call of Duty Big Red or something. Big, like Big Red, Red, that was it, yeah. Mm. That's the yeah. one. Um, Which I think is the first game, but slightly different. Mm -hmm. Somehow, not sure. So I the first two were like were really good. Uh, I don't know how big they were, like first person shooters, World War Two first person shooters on PC. Um, I played both of them, but mainly in the um, uh, in if, in like land parties, basically. Mm. That was how I'd play that because I don't even know. I mean, they had online multiplayer, of course, but I, I didn't really fuck about with that sort of thing uh, back then. It was still back in the day of land parties um and i played some of 
Call of Duty 3 on a friend's uh, Xbox 360, but like, I don't know, maybe an hour in total. Mm, yeah. um, I was always, um, when I was growing up, I, I liked the... <laughs> This sounds so old like and of these days. The Medal of Honor games. Remember those? Hell yeah. Uh, like yeah, Allied man, Assault, like, um, uh, Frontline, Allied Assault and all those. Did you play uh, Medal of Honor Airborne? Yes. Yeah. That one was fucking cool. Yeah. That was the last one I played and like really enjoyed. Mm. I, I think they carried on making it for a while. But a lot of these franchises kind of got <coughs> devoured by Call of Duty mm. and ceased to be yeah um I mean, so was was both of yours experience playing this on the 360 then for the first time i'm guessing yeah no so i played the first one very back with the expansion pack united defensive i think it was on the pc um we enjoyed it. i think the developers right. work came across from ea i think they did allied assault did they not and then they left and then formed Infinity Ward and did mm-hmm. um, Call of Duty. I mean, I played it on the PS2. I think it was Finest Hour and Big Red one. And I played this. I got it with my PS3. So I purchased a PS3 from Virgin um, with Call of Duty um, 4. Mm. And Lego Star Wars, I think, I think it was. Two games. I remember, was it COD 1 or COD 2? I think it was one of those two that had like a section of the game was dedicated to, you kind of jumped around between different, between the Americans, the British, and then there was like a Soviet section. Mm. I think we all pretty jumped around. Um, and it like, there was a, but there was like a mission that cribbed really heavily from Enemy at the Gates where you were like sniping from within a room. Mm. There was like the, you know, uh, one man picks up a gun and another man carries the ammo or the man with the yeah. gun like dies you pick up his gun and no like if you retreated and you were gunned down by your own uh officers yeah, and like there's a bit where like you're in a ruined fountain like sniping enemies using the like surrounding noise to mask the sound and whatnot and then like it end like the whole russian section ends with you like hoisting the soviet flag over a building in in berlin mm. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Really cool. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, it might have been the expansion, but I'm not sure. Uh, if, if they were, they would, they fucking they were good. Yeah, it sounds those, just those like first two were really their good. Uh, mo though with what they did with sort of like modern warfare onwards, which is obviously what I've played. Um, yeah, of like telling stories in warfare and mm. big set piece type things mm-hmm. that you know, like you instantly think of. Well, even going back to, um, I did a fact check on what Andy said. They did indeed come over from Allied Assault at EA. You know, Allied Assault told, you know, the invasion of the, of, uh, the D-Day landings yeah. and stuff. So I guess they started out doing it there. And then, you know, you think of Call of Duty 4 and all every level is a, is a massive sort of set piece and story, which I feel, you know, kind of getting into the story already. But I feel like that's a first-ish in such a big way for um, sort of, you know, FPS shooters and, and war games even at that point. I know that we've kind of established already this kind of, there was mo- the Modern Warfare camp and then the Call of Duty camp came along. Um, mm-hmm. But, there, you know, there's there's other little bits and bobs between, like there's the Battlefield series and, and others. Um, 
but so many other war game sort of franchises have been spawned off and I still don't think any of them have quite done um, storytelling in the way that Call of Duty and Infinity Ward have done. Mm. Um, No, I mean, they've come close. Uh, Who are the... I can't remember the team who did the modern modern warfare and remaster uh, not remaster like the reboot and then the last one uh, is that not infinity ward sledgehammer or, or infinity ward oh yeah it, 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 it yeah it might still be called infinity ward yeah uh, but it's like you know all the infinity oh yeah ward. yeah the original they went off to make um titanfall, titanfall um, didn't they titanfall yeah 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 um they're still really good at it but like it's not it's not. Uh, we'll talk about it uh, mm. as we go through because, like, modern the, the later games leaned really, really heavily on the stuff that was in this game to try and evoke yep. the same mm. feelings, and didn't always work. Really. Yeah. Um. So, like, we'll we'll blast through the campaign. There's quite a lot of missions actually. When I was going yeah. through this, like, this, some of them, well, quite a lot of them, I really remember. A lot of them were like kind of meh. That I, I remember them more for the fact that they were the they used that level as a multiplayer map that was more memorable. Yes. Um. So we'll, we'll dash through these and like stop when we talk about some of the um the more memorable ones. Uh. First off, FNG fucking new guy. <laughs> um, is the the sort of training mission. Uh, where you get um, introduced to to Gaz and Captain Price, uh, and you run through like an SAS training um, level. That's a mock up of the actual environment you go into in the first proper mission, mm. which is the which is mission two, crew expendable, uh, which is the first of many iconic levels. Um, the assault on the uh, freighter in the Bering Strait, yeah, which was like, yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, from, from like the whole sector, like from when you rappel down from the helicopters right through to when you actually take, you end up having to like leave the ship on a boat because it explodes. Yeah, or something yep. like I can't remember. It's been a little while. Um, yeah, hell of a level. Uh, third mission the coup uh, is one of a, a few missions like this where it's like uh, it's uh, it's like a first person cinematic mission where you know there's no real gameplay um, mm. whatever is used to introduce the player to the primary antagonist as well as the opening credits oh, I like it I forgot it's got a late late title screen um mm. Shown through the perspective of the president, Yasser Al-Fulani, who's driven through the city, captured by Al-Assad and its military force. Uh, and it basically ends up with the, like the character that you are embodying being executed in front of a camera. Um, because that is a brilliant level, though. It's when I recently played through the campaign this year. And I totally forgot about it. Because it, didn't, it gives you control. A little bit of movement. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you full control. And it's sort of like almost easy to believe that, oh, here's your full control. It's going to allow you to do something like to dodge or to escape. But you don't, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're actually helpless to do anything. And it was yeah. just a nice little trick what they did. You know, a little bit of control movement and then they give you full control and you still can't do anything. And then they kill you. Yeah. 
yeah it's a good one um the uh, blackout uh, shortly after al-assad makes his move and overthrows the government the prayer blah 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 i'm not going to read the whole synopsis that's kind of stupid it's bad i know some of these levels just based on the name of the map <laughs> i mean they, they are yeah yeah um the blackout is fourth mission uh takes place the day after uh khaled al-assad's coup in the Arabian peninsula and the mission sees a special air service team led by captain price joining forces with the russian loyalist troops in the caucasus mountains to rescue a russian informant and liberate an ultra-nationalist uh, controlled village this is one of those missions uh where there's lots of stealth and you get to use the um night vision goggles yeah. and there's been a number of missions throughout the series that have kind of tried to evoke uh, a similar feel to this uh and some of them kind of work the modern warfare remaster has got one where you are um storming a house in london uh with like night vision goggles and whatnot on and it's very cool but hmm. yeah another another good mission um there's too many to uh <laughs> to mention so we'll have to blast through some of these charlie don't surf as uh, the fifth mission gives the player control of usmc sergeant paul jackson for the first time in the game and uh, the mission sees jackson the first for forced recon marines involved in a hard-hitting raid against an arabian coastal town in order to capture khalid al-assad there's, there's a number of missions like this that kind of like all like flow together um yeah. this series of of missions like i don't really remember them too well uh it's more to, it's, uh, i remember them like nick saying like more but more memorable for the multiplayer maps that, that use those environments hmm. um particularly the sixth level the bog um in which lieutenant vasquez's squad fights to reach and protect the disabled uh m1a2 abrams tank um i don't really remember uh, much about that mission at all but that map fuck me i played so many games on that map it was a sniper's um, bog. Yeah, yeah. bog yeah. was like it was so good for being a fucking horrible sniper. I uh, loved it. <laughs> it was. I'd say it's the second best sniper map though. Yeah, the first one was the one with the street. Yep. Yeah. With like it's just literally one big street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's an up and a down. Yeah. Um, but the bog was one of those ones where you could literally just stand out in the open, in the middle yeah. of the bog. Uh, on the edge of the bog and snipe uh, and as long as the opponent uh, as long as you weren't getting like looked at by an opposition sniper no one could see you um seventh level hunted um goes through captain's price captain price's squad getting shot down in western russia and having to make through the way three fields until an ac-130 gunship arrives um another like uh, Call of Duty, like I mean, I think the series doesn't get uh, credit for like doing first-person stealth. It does it pretty well um, mm. across a number of missions in the in the series. Uh, sometimes it like falls flat, but all of the ones that Infinity Ward have ever done, they've kind of like they stuck really well. There's a really good one in in <laughs> in Modern Warfare Two, as in the reboot series second game the one that came out last year or the year before whatever um yeah it's really good um the eighth mission is oh man this is a this is a big one death from above um where you get to control an ac-130 and support captain price's yep. team until they reach the extraction point this is one that lots of games have tried to copy since um 
there is that level in um what's the uh military shooter set in the desert that's like a, it's it's a mil- it's it's a commentary on military shooters spec ops spec ops the line this yep. is the white phosphorus level where you get to control like yep. the firing of the, the white phosphorus and then you have to walk through the village afterwards and see the yep. effects of what like what's happened um it, uh, this i mean infinity war just pull this straight out of this game and put it into the re- the the rebooted modern warfare 2 as well uh, and it's it's really good but like nothing beats the original this was uh, one hell of a level um you're basically just in a plane using a thermal imaging tv to just shoot enemies yeah. that are you know way below you and it's um it's kind of fun. Um, Warpig uh, is you jump back into control of Paul Jackson uh, along with Lieutenant Vasquez and the other Marines. You try to secure the uh, Warpig uh, in enemy territory that's in the similar sort of area to uh, the Bog. Um, shock and Awe. Uh, it's a 10th campaign mission. Um in which you control Sergeant Paul Jackson and sees the player attempting to capture Khalid al-Assad in his capital city. Uh, is this this isn't the one where the uh, it is this is, is the one that, that that ends with like you're uh, you you're on the like the the Chinook helicopter on the way out and the nuclear mm. weapon goes off. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big like wow moment. Um. Aftermath uh, is the 11th level. It sees player controlling the American protagonist, Sergeant Paul Jackson, crawling around the crash site in the aftermath of a nuclear explosion. Jackson eventually collapses and dies from his wounds. The mission holds no known objectives with significance, and it only chronicles Sergeant Jackson's death at the end of Act 1. So, second mission in the game where you control someone who dies. Um, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up, this level. Um, apparently there was a multiplayer map uh, based in this level as well I don't remember oh yes Crash yes yeah oh yes 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 yeah I remember this one <laughs> you can hide out in the in the crashed helicopter and you camp out in the in the crashed helicopter uh, right in that, in that middle of the square isn't it yes yeah. yes got, it looks yeah. very different to how it does in the in the actual campaign mission because there's no like you know, nuclear fallout everywhere. Yeah. Um, Act two, uh, safe house, uh, the twelfth mission um, sees Captain Price's team working with Russian loyalists to capture Khalid al-Assad from his safe house in Azerbaijan. It's another one that involves uh, a good section of um, of stealth, and then as all these levels, like you, you stealth for a while, and then you know it all falls apart, and then you're having to <laughs> do lots of shooting. Uh, all right, here we go. These two missions, my favourites in the game, um, absolutely iconic levels, all gillied up. Um, it's a flashback to one of Captain Price's earlier missions as a lieutenant. He and Captain McMillan must sneak to a vantage point in a hotel to uh, assassinate Imran Zakaev. Chronologically, it's the first mission uh, in Call of Duty 4 as well as uh, the Modern Warfare series. Um, 
another good like stealth mission but with like ghillie suits and silent sniper rifles and you're fucking Ooh. about in uh pripyat on the outskirts of chernobyl um incredible level incredible setting uh and it leads into one shot one kill which is where you get to uh you um uh, where Lieutenant Price and Captain Millen snipe in Ranzakave and then escape from Pripyat. Mm. Um, it ends that mission. That's the one mission that ends with you in the Pripyat amusement park area, right by the uh, the big Ferris wheel, and you're like having to put down traps and everything for the the Russian soldiers that are approaching. Um, heat. Uh, I don't really remember this mission. Um, uh, so Redux and Reverse of Safe House. One uh, story, the SS teams fight to survive against Imran Zakhev's supporters after the capture and execution of Khalid al-Assad. I don't really remember this one at all. Andy, you've played this most recently. Do you remember this, yeah. this level? Nope. <laughs> I'd have to have a look at it. No, not, not, no. not an all-timer then, I'm guessing. Uh, the Sins of the Father... Um, in which Captain Price's team must chase down Victor Zakhaev, the son of Imran Zakhaev. Um, don't really remember this level either, to be honest. Um, Act 3, this is where it kind of like uh, picks up action-wise. Um, your ultimatum, uh, where Captain Price and his team knock out a power station in order to get to the ICBM launch facility with the help of Staff Sergeant Griggs. Uh, he was captured early by ultranationalist forces. Um, and then All In, which is the assault on the ICBM silo. Um, it's like th th these kind of these, uh, these uh, mm. three missions sort of like all flow in together. It's like all one, one assault. So you're assaulting the ICBM. Um, all In is where you're in the outer area. Um, and then the next mission, No Fighting in the War Room, which of course is a reference to um, Dr. Strangelove, is fighting through the interior part of the ICBM facility. Um, and then game over, the final mission of the main story. Oh, sees Captain, Captain Price's squad attempting to escape the silo and reach the evacuation site while dealing with an onslaught of ultra-nationalists. Um, this one kind of feels a little bit like that final part of Metal Gear Solid when you're escaping from Shadow Moses in the Jeep. Um, There's quite a lot of like on-rail sections where you're in the back of a Jeep. Um, yeah. And it's just the one where like... Um, so, yeah. Uh, Soap, Captain Price, Gaz and Sergeant Griggs are in a UAZ-469 escaping from the launch facility after the yeah. events of no fighting in the, in the war room. Um, uh, you end up being cornered by Ultra Nashes and have to defend yourself on a broken bridge into the fuel tanker behind explodes and injures yeah. everyone um, Soap briefly loses consciousness but quickly awakens to see Griggs trying to pull him into cover while firing his uh, his service weapon at enemy forces once Griggs fires off all the rounds he switches uh, weapons turns him into fire but is quickly shot in the head Soon after that, Captain Price is incapacitated and Imran Zakhaev, along with two ultra-nationalist soldiers, move in to finish off Gaz and two other SAS members. Before they can execute Soap, they're distracted by a loyalist uh, Havoc coming to the team's aid. 
During the destruction, Captain Price regains consciousness and slides Slope a fully loaded uh, pistol, allowing him a chance to shoot them. Um, and then, yeah, it ends with you killing Zakhaev, and then you get medevac. And then yeah, that's kind the of the end of the main story. Yeah. yeah. Um, the good Russians, not the bad Russians. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, the final mission, which is like an epilogue, and I don't even know how this ties into the plot. Mile High Club. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah, so the mission is an unrelated to the storyline of the game's campaign. Uh, to play the bonus mission, the player must complete the mission game over and watch the credits until the end. Quit the credits, go to the mission select menu, and then... Uh, oh, apparently there was a cheat code for it as well. Uh, you're basically fighting your way through a plane. Um... To rescue a hostage and you have a time limit mm. uh depending on the difficulty and there was a mm. there was like a there was a trophy attached to it to complete within a like quite a short time frame i think it was a minute a minute right i don't know if i ever did that i remember trying a lot <laughs> failing a lot um but yeah that's the campaign uh <laughs> A lot. There's some iconic levels in there. There is a lot. There, there really is a lot. Um, did I mean? Did you? Did you guys like? You I take it we were like all three of us played through the whole campaign, right? Yeah, I've done it. Yeah, 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 on PS3, yeah. On PS4. Yeah, you played through it once, Nick. <laughs> um, yeah. Probably when the internet was down or something, yeah. I had to do something else <laughs> other than play multiplayer. I say like there's a lot of missions in here that I that I uh, that really really stand out. If if gun to my head, if I had to name any of the missions or record any of the missions that were in Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two or Modern Warfare Three, aside from No Russian, I don't think I could I could pull out a single mission from those games. I can't recall any of them. No Russian was the one where you're like shooting up an airport. It was. Yeah, that's the airport. Yeah, I remember that again, one because it I was can, controversial. Again, I can recall the maps. Like I can say there was one in like a Brazilian favela, but that's because yes. of the, the multiplayer map. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Modern Warfare Two. There was there's one where um, you're going through like a neighborhood and you have to go like house by house. There's a tank on the main road and you're walking through. Right. And you have to go through house by house. Right. And the, in Modern Warfare 2, there's also the assault on the White House. Oh, oh one of, doesn't one of them have uh, the, the um, mission that the Nuketown map comes from, right? The house in the... the blo that's a Blops. Sorry? I w that's a Black Ops. Is it Black Ops? What? I thought it was a Modern Warfare, like, 2 or 3. Um, Nuketown. The town set in, like, the nuclear testing... Newtown map. Yeah, I thought... Oh, you're right. Yeah, Black Ops. My bad. Ignore yeah. me. Modern Warfare 2, like I said, has the assault on the White House, which is quite iconic. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Man, I should probably play that. They didn't remaster 2, did mm. they? Yeah, they did. Single player. They, d they did? Um, okay. It's on yeah, PS just Plus. A single. If you've got it on PS Plus, um, it was given away free. I, I, I don't have a PS Plus subscription or... Uh, yeah, anymore. it was giving away free. Which yeah. is a shame. Just a campaign. Oh well. Um, 
Um, but anyway, yeah, the campaign has got some really, really iconic missions. Uh, and like I said, they, they were sort of... Um, Infinity Ward and the other Call of Duty developers have tried to, at various points, invoke uh, the mm. feel of these missions before to sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I feel like a lot of the Call of Duty games do better when they don't try to lean on the stuff. When the non-Infinity Ward Call of Duty developers don't try and lean on the stuff that Infinity Ward did and they try and do their own stuff, then it's far more interesting um, mm. and makes for some more interesting uh, level design. Um, but anyway, uh, I suppose we better talk about the multiplayer because that was... That was the thing that really set the, the, the really turned this game into a juggernaut, an absolute juggernaut. Um, yep. So, I mean, where do you want to start? Right, so, when I put the most amount of multiplayer hours in, the first thing I've yeah. got over, I remember playing on PS3 over 200 hours. And ever since then, I've Fucking never hell. put anything anywhere close. I know you've no. done those, but that, that for me was like quite a lot. So I'm prestiging about three, four times and over and over, just unlocking guns, camouflage, all these top, sort of stuff. And just loving it every Think single the, time. Um, and... The only competitive multiplayer shooter I put more time into was was Battlefield Four, but that was hmm. over like an entire console generation, basically because yeah. there was no there was nothing else that filled that hole. Whereas like Call of Duty quickly became an annual franchise. I mean, yeah. this is where it started, right? Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two was two thousand and eight, wasn't it? Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, y- no, two thousand. No, it was more like nine, ten. Yeah. There was Call of Duty, uh, World at War in between them. Oh, of yeah. course. Which introduced COD zombies, right? Zombies. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that was two thousand eight. So Modern Warfare Two must have been two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but this was when it became. Well, I say when it became uh, an annual thing, but like. Uh, it was Call of Duty 2 was 2005 Call of Duty 3 was 2006 Call of Duty 4 was 2007 so it was already an annual franchise from 2005 onwards um, until until this year this is the first year Hmm. where they've skipped since 2005 I think they're doing a proper one this year nope no that's what I thought uh, no 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 they're doing a proper one no, no, Modern Warfare 2 is still the the platform for mm. uh, until next year, at least, I think. Mm. I mean, this breaks a mould, if you think about it, because previous to this, it was Call of Duty 2 and 3, all set in World War 2. The mm-hmm. PS2 games, the GameCube games, the Xbox games were set in World War 2. This one just rips up the book, and he sort of tells that Infinity Ward got bored with World War 2 and just says, right, we'll just chuck everything in and we'll craft a story, we'll throw everything into the multiplayer. And it took off. This is a one that, you know, like we said, the developers keep going back to looking for inspiration because this is a one that 
everyone just grasped onto. You know, I just remember being everybody yeah. playing Call of Duty for. This was just yeah, it, yeah. it was a juggernaut. It was yeah. like uh, in terms for like first person shooters on a console. This was the one. Like I know Halo is probably looked at as like the the first like breakout multiplayer shooter on a console, um, yep. and it was. Uh, but COD Four was like the first like juggernaut, the first like mm. like the absolutely massive selling game. Um, kind of changed the uh, the landscape for uh, for for competitive first person shooters. Um, for a good long yeah. time, everyone was chasing the Call of Duty mold. Uh, Medal of Honor sort of lent into it. Battlefield lent into it. Um, trying to try, trying to take some of Call of Duty's audience away from him. Uh, one thing I think that, that this game now I, I'm almost certain that this game didn't wasn't the originator for it, but this is almost certainly the game that like caused it to like. Control schemes for first-person shooters on a pad. Left trigger, mm. aim down sight, right trigger, fire. Um, square to, to to reload, X to jump, circle to to duck, triangle to change weapon. Wasn't that already like Halo? No. For, the Halo didn't have aim down sights for stars. It did with the battle Only rifle. Only with the battle rifle. But you didn't. You, cl- you clicked sure the right stick in shoulder. to do that. Yeah, because like left trigger was grenade. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, or some right. like uh, um, it was like there was a lot of. Uh, it wasn't until Halo further down the line when they started to adopt this like, but like you know what I mean. Every first person shooter felt like they had their own weird control scheme that was kind of unique to that, and then. Call of Duty comes along and it's like, and now everyone's like, okay, this is the established control scheme for first-person mm. shooters. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, in in a lot of ways, it had like a huge impact. There's, there's a lot of things that it. We haven't even gotten to talking about like our favorite maps or anything like that. We're just talking about like the the way that the the game was set out i mean none of like the game modes or anything like that were particularly uh, innovative you know it's free for all team deathmatch capture the flag stuff like that um but the uh i can't think of a first person shooter that came out before that that had like loadouts maybe call of duty 3 again i i don't have a huge experience with it mm. but like it kind of popularized the idea of like uh, leveling up, getting new weapons and attachments, creating a loadout, using that like having your favorite loadouts for and swapping between loadouts for different maps for different situations and whatnot. Um, map packs that started with Call of Duty, didn't it? With uh, mod first modern warfare, right? Had map packs. Or did that come later? It's... I can't remember. It definitely had some maps that were in the deluxe edition, which I assume would also have been a DLC. Because it? it had the stabby stabby one that was like a tiny box. Uh, shipment? It was tiny. Ship- 
Yeah, mm-hmm. basically, create was it a big box in the middle, and you were just running around like a really tiny area, weren't you? Yeah, that's yeah, the that one. Was, that's a great. Yeah. That's, that's just I can't remember what it was called. Oh so yeah, shipment doesn't come until later. Was it create? I can't remember. It was a nuts one, and then some. I mean, also, I don't know. I didn't really play multiplayer before, but Kill House, Kill, and also getting that streak. It and was you... Kill House, uh, and there right. was uh, which one was? It? Yeah, here we go. There was the variety map pack for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which which featured uh, Broadcast Creek, Chinatown, and Kill House. Mm. Kill House I was the um, was the tutorial level from the beginning. Yeah, like the SAS training yeah. level. Um, Chinatown, I don't think, was in the campaign hmm. um, at all. No, I don't think we ever went to China. No, we didn't. No. Um, Creek, uh, I don't remember that being in there. Oh, yeah, Blackout, Hunted, Safe House, and Heat, apparently, is that one was from. And mm. then uh, Broadcasts. Broadcast, the one in the TV station from, um, from yep. Charlie Don't Surf. Um. Yeah, that was uh, that was part of the uh, the variety map pack DLC. Um. So mm. like, yeah, it was probably before like uh the season pass model, but like the idea of selling additional maps uh later down the line again, probably something that almost certainly mm. something that wasn't uh didn't originate with Call of Duty Four, but like. That was it. From that point on, mm. that was the business model. Was it also one of the ones, like I said, you know, when you're running streaks, you could, you know, radar, you could see the opposition, um, and then you call yeah, the kill streaks thing, streaks. kill streaks, and then you get call the um, yeah. airstrikes in as well. I hear in the words "enemy UAV overhead" is burned into the back of my brain. What <laughs> um, is? Well, yeah, it, I was about to say it's like um, when we started recording, uh, and you said, "Let's do this." I said, "Let's do this, Marines." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, when when you boot the game up, you hear uh, it used to be fifty thousand people lived here. Now it's a ghost town. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pripyat. Yeah. From the Pripyat. Yeah. There. I forgot so was there was like, that like stinger the, trailer thing when the you movie launched at the beginning. Yeah. Every time you lo- every time you boot the game, you had to skip yeah. through it to the. The menu music, I can still hear it. Doom. I'm gonna insert it under this. When you um, like, oh man! <laughs> and when you do like um, button clicks up and down through the menu and yeah. stuff, mm. that like yeah. that noise that's associated uh, with night vision goggles being turned on, yes, uh, is everywhere. That sound effect is everywhere in the menus. Um, oh man, so many iconic sounds. Uh, the uh, the sound every time you get promoted in multiplayer. Yeah, they've like mm-hmm. they've like twisted and uh, like uh, made variations of down the line, but like it's that's the most iconic one. That's the one they keep on coming back to. Um, the sound of uh, when you um, when you get a headshot on an enemy player. Like you'd get the little like ping, even if that like, character wasn't wasn't wearing a helmet, you got the noise of like a helmet being hit. Or am I dreaming that? That's a thing, right? The what? Sorry. When you got a headshot. Helmet shot. Yeah. It would make the sound of a helmet being hit, right? 
Yes, it yeah. did. Yeah, even if they weren't wearing a helmet, but it's just not a, like just like yeah. that sound, just, just order like a little cue to let you niceness. know that you got a headshot. Yeah, um, the uh, the little click that a claimer would make right before it went off. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I hate that sound so goddamn much. Oh, that was great. And um, the also that the sound that like the sound you knew that you'd fucked up when um uh now I'm I'm hoping it was in this game and it wasn't one of the later ones. I'm almost certain it was in this game. The martyrdom perk that was yep. in this one, right? Yep. Where when you died, you dropped a live grenade. Yeah, and like, yeah. and you'd you'd hear it hit the floor uh, as you ran over that person. Like, you kill someone, and you'd hear the yeah. grenade hit the floor as you ran over the body. And it was just like, well, it's too late now. I'm dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, some incredible like sound cues uh, and design in this game. Um, should we talk about maps at all? Like, what was some of our favorite maps? Uh, all of them. All of them. Yeah, just... I mean. <sighs> I can I can once though let me look COD four maps. I think it was one was a one so, one with a greenhouse. <laughs> should we do a ranking of the maps? Oh, we should have done this. We yes. should have done this in advance, shouldn't we? Like start like having like a uh, yeah rank the the <laughs> the maps. The, the one with the greenhouse was downpour. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so if we're going through it like, uh, like on a alphabetically, yard. we've got ambush. Which is the one with like the uh, like a warren of houses, and then the street with the burning tanks, and then more like buildings, and like getting Ooh, yeah, across there's, there's that a, road yeah. was like a fucking there's kill a road. Box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one was quite good for getting UAV. Uh, sorry, uh, you know, like the airstrikes, because yes. there's a lot of buildings that are open and yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, And there's also a pipe running underground. There was, yeah, yeah. What was that pipe? Like? Two pipes running mm -hmm. underground simultaneously. No, ambush. No, no, no. The, there were the, the pipes you could either you could get across the road over above um, where the burning tanks were, or you could go under the you could go through the pipes to go underneath. Um, this really doesn't go well with a uh, like non-visual uh, podcast, but well, <laughs> describing the map. I'm just looking but... at a thumbnail, and I can remember it uh, from that. Yeah, it's good. that was good. Uh, I wouldn't say it was great. <laughs> no. Uh, I'd say it's like a B or a C tier. Backlot. If we're tearing them. Here's another one which I'd say is, it's 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 fine. Um, yep. There's a couple of like machine gun nests and some good sniper points. Uh, but some very good sniper yeah. points. Um, block. Block. That's sniper paradise. Oh, fuck I really yes. enjoyed that. Yeah, that was a good one. I have... Um, Block was set in, in the Pripyat. It was, um, yeah. Sort of side of things. It's snowing and it's like two residential Soviet blocks of houses with a statue in the middle. Very reminiscent to um, one of the multiplayer maps in Call of Duty 2, mm. I think. One or two. Mm. I have... Um, you know when you have very distinct memories and sort of like links with other things? I have distinct uh, link in my brain of this map and a Cancer Bat song, which I must have listened to a lot while I was uh, playing this level. Um, but they're just inexplicably linked in my brain completely. Fair enough. Um, I get that sometimes. Well, like, yeah. I, I, particular games I associate with an album because I was listening to that album a lot when um that game came out but not a specific map um that's a bit weird <laughs> i'm just weird uh bog that's one we talked about earlier 
Um, did enjoy that one quite a lot, but mainly because you could be an absolute scumbag on it. Uh, yeah. Countdown broadcast was was the oh, yeah. um, oh. oh, did we miss broadcast? Oh yeah, broadcast was the um, was one of the DLC ones, wasn't it? Sorry, that one was yeah, really fun. And cool. then Chinatown. Um, I don't really remember Chinatown. I don't, I don't remember, remember that one at all. I remember broadcast. I think the broad like the DLC ones you didn't get as much because it needed everyone in the mm. server to have the DLC. It did. It did. Yeah. So I think you didn't see those on rotation as much. But I remember Show playing a broadcast a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. Re- I still don't remember it. That was red brick. Um, and stuff. Yeah. Bits. Uh, I wonder if there was something even more rare about Chinatown. Like if if you had to buy the pack and you didn't just get it on the deluxe know. or something potentially. Mm. I don't know. Oh, here Crash. we go. Uh, so oh, sorry, the Countdown. Chinatown one was a remake oh. of the Carantan map from COD 1 and 2. Oh, okay. Um, but again, I don't remember it at all. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, me either. Uh, Countdown. Countdown was the is the one set in the outside part of the um, uh, missile silo. I don't like the missile yeah. silos yeah, yeah. in the ground. I really like that was one. There was like a lot um, of interesting... Like a, a lot of interesting cover and like ways to gain like uh, elevation. Um, yeah, you could uh, like sit on the top of the oh, missile yeah. silo covers, yep. couldn't you? Yeah, because they were like at an angle, so you um, could like get up them. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> no, I need to. I need to get back on it. Like, um, find a way to play it in 2023. Crash. Uh, it's another one. Another classic one we talked about. This is the one with like the downed helicopter yeah. in the middle of the street. It's another one that's got some good. Sniper points, but like uh, there was, there was all like there was always like places where snipers would be, but there was always ways to get around it as well. Um, yep, I always found best for that one uh, was like playing an ambush sort of character with an M4 or five or whatever. Yeah, um, and just running around, not being a sniper in that one. Yep, for sure. But this like this level. is the one I remember. This one had like. See if you. Oh, I'm looking at a map, an overview of the map. There was a bit like where there was like um, on the edge of the map, like yep. you're running down a path, like sort of like dog legs back on itself to the left and then to the right, and then there was like a bit that went up, and to, and then there was an open yes. area on the left. That area mm-hmm. became just like the most horrific kill box <laughs> sometimes. Um, yeah, because there was a spawn point there as yeah, well, wasn't like there? Like you could, uh, you could like spawn camp. Um, yeah, <laughs> which is a scumbag thing to do. Absolutely not endorsing that. Um, Creek, I don't remember this one. Uh, yeah, uh, I remember another it, yeah. DLC one. Yeah. Um, is that like overgrown and stuff with a factory and stuff? Oh, classic! This is this is the one that I associate most with the with the words "enemy UAV above." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the one. This is the one where you were sort of sat there looking at pixels around walls to try and yeah. find an enemy head. There was like because there's two long sight. There's two areas with like massive long sight lines that are just perfect for snipers. There was one where it was like like the front of a shop had been blown in and there was mm. a pile of rubble and you could climb on top of that pile of rubble and you were like ve- you were almost invisible, invisible um, yeah. to people at the other end of the street and you could just sit there and pick people off. Uh, you could sit in the yeah. bus yep. that was sort of the coach that was burned up, or at the top of the street. Yeah, in like the top of the building, but that was a bit more risky. Yeah, you had to be a bit more careful. 
Oh, man. But then equally, you had like chances. To, there were like a row of shops joined up at either side that you yep. could run through and try and um, not shotgun. Yeah. Oh, so good. District. District. Uh, this was a good one as well. Um, some like long sight lines for snipers, but it was mostly like a close range quarter sort of uh, map. Lots of buildings and then like alleyways behind and like this like small yards behind the buildings. Um, yeah. Uh, downpour, which uh, is the greenhouse. Very one. open. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, also, it was like raining and foggy. Wasn't it was. It? So, yeah. So uh, it encouraged sort of close quarters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, uh, Overgrown. Oh, kill house. Mm. We got first. If we're going alphabetically. Yeah which is the one that's set in the SAS training level. Uh, I played that a good few times, not not a massive amount, but um, I remember being quite fun. An interesting like level for a multiplayer. Um, sorry, yeah, ov- Overgrown. Uh, the Farm yeah, I think it's quite a classic one, Overgrown. It is, yeah. Uh, really good. It felt massive. It was. like It was a huge one. Lots and lots of open space. It felt like, uh, an, like a, a map from COD one and two, um, mm. it felt like some of those like it, like almost like the Carantan map where like you're there's like a town but like quite a lot of open area around it, uh, and even in the like the inner section, it wasn't like hemmed in like a lot of the other town levels were. Um, yeah, damn good map that. Um, pipeline. I remember this one. Oh yes, yes, I remember this one. Another one that's like, just uh, if you if like you got like a uh, if like me your head was, was a just one. a magnet for snipers bullets. Oh, this was a horrible factory map. Factory areas, um, yeah, warehouses. <laughs> a, a lot of sniping on this. Um, yeah, shipment, shipment. Oh fuck! What a level. Uh, it's still in Call of Duty. Uh, they still put it in at every opportunity they can. Yeah. And it's still just as fun as it ever was. Yep. I mean, they don't change it at all. It's the smallest yeah. level, I think. What a clusterfuck. Uh, absolute clusterfuck. Very, very funny. You just throw grenades around. Um, <laughs> it was always one of those... Like, there's, it's one of those levels where someone is always running around with mm. a fucking riot shield. Um, yeah. Riot shield, shotguns, SMGs, grenades flying all over the place. Uh, I love it. Uh, and I'm glad that it's still in Call of Duty today. Uh, showdown. Showdown was, was pretty that? cool. Um, oh, this is the it one with like, like the big square. square, a symmetrical yeah. square. Yeah, with a statue oh. in the middle, and then like uh, two two floors yes. of the building yeah, all yeah, around yeah, it. Yeah, that, yeah. that could be. Yeah, that's mm. a good level, real good level. Um, strike. Um, which is another Middle Eastern urban map. I don't really remember this one too well, to be honest. Um, but which one? Sorry? Strike. Strike. Um, it was similar to similar to a, one of the a others. lot of oh, the other yeah, this was back street, yeah. yeah, this was street like um, street warfare and blowing out cars yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Was, um, um, quite big as well. 
Wet Work. I do remember uh, it. This is another one that I like. Classic. Absolute classic. Ooh. Still in the game uh, to this day as well because they they put it back in the Modern Warfare remaster. Um, it's the one with like uh, I don't know what it is like a factory or something like that, and there's a car park mm. out front. Uh, sort of like a warehouse area in the back, and there's lots of long corridors. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, like uh, some outdoor areas, but mostly indoor. Uh, very, very fun. Very close range sort of map. Um, wet work, uh, another classic one. Ship that uh, I wish they'd bring into like the later ones. It's it's the the ship from the second yeah. mission in the campaign. Um, Genuinely, like, <laughs> all um, Infinity Ward would have to do to make so much money from <laughs> middling-aged nerds like mm-hmm. us is to make just a COD 4 map pack for Modern Warfare 2. They could literally yeah. they could literally yeah. charge 40 quid and I would I'd buy, buy it. it. Had all the maps. If it had all the maps in. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 maps that ship with the lot. game. Non DLC seventeen. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, I feel like they cut right back on that in future because then they wanted to sell you <laughs> the extra maps as part of a map pack as you're going on, which is a bit cheeky. Um, one more map: Winter Crash. Uh, oh, it was just a Christmas reskin of the Crash level. I don't remember it being reskin. Did they just put snow on it? They just put snow on it, yeah. Oh no, they put some lights. Oh, and, a, and there's oh, a Christmas really nice. there's a Christmas tree, <laughs> a Christmas and, some tree and that is genuinely adorable. I don't remember that. No, no I don't. Maybe you had to play like on Christmas Day or possibly. Something. Like, see, this was this this game was out before I had an Xbox. Um, I played it on my housemate's Xbox, and I think he went home yeah. for Christmas and took his Xbox with him, ah. and so I didn't play it at Christmas time and. Yeah. Uh, ah, it was only on the PC version. Uh, oh, okay. Be it. Fair so enough. PS3. But, uh, that's a shame. Is it in the remastered? It is in Call of Duty Remastered. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna. I've got that on PS4, uh, but I don't have a PS Plus subscription, so I might have to see if I can. Mm. Yeah, I had it on one. PS4. I don't know if. I thought they took the servers down now. I no, no sure server, not. Is, they not? I don't know. There's still people playing it. I played it about six weeks ago, so people are still playing it. Okay then. Not not all the modes are like populated, just normal multiplayer is populated. But I did you know I did have a few games and stuff, not as good as they used to be. But, um, yes, did have a few games. As of two hours ago, there were twenty three people playing it on Steam. Mm. Yeah. That's not huge. I thought it would have been way more than that, to be honest. All-time peak, actually, for Mod, Mod Warfare Remastered multiplayer on Steam is 6,000 people. It's not a lot, is it? That's not It's a not lot. at all. At all. That's kind of disappointing. Whereas, like, if we were to look at Call of Duty... <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I'm going to ignore Warzone because... Um, yeah. That's free to play, but where is where's Modern Warfare Two? Modern Warfare Two. Uh, it's not it's not separated out. That's kind of annoying. There's currently like sixty five thousand people playing Modern Warfare Two, but that's mostly going to be Warzone, 
there's mm. currently 7,000 people playing Black Ops 3. <laughs> um, and 1,700 people playing Black Ops Cold War. Wow. Uh, but, like, there's currently 73 people playing Call of Duty 1. So, pff, I don't know. Well, These games have a tail. Uh, but I thought there'd been more people playing Modern Warfare mm. uh, Remastered. Um, which is a shame. But yeah, but it's just like moving on, um, don't they? Yeah, let's move you on. You got to play the recent one, next one, next one. Yeah. Uh, but there's more. There are more people playing original Call of Duty for Modern Warfare than there are playing the remastered version. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a bit weird. Anyway. Anyway. Maybe the re- maybe the remaster wasn't very good. Yeah, I played it on PS4 and I thought it was great. I didn't play yeah, it. Same. So. Um, got I've got a real nostalgia hit playing it, the multiplayer again. Um, anyway, those are all the multiplayer maps. Is there anything else we wanted to say about multiplayer? Anyone got a particular favourite weapon? Uh, no, it's basic. It's just... Let me have a look. <laughs> I'd have to have a. There are a lot. Um, I was, I, I was a basic bitch. Mostly yeah. used assault rifles. Yeah, that's what I did. Um, yeah, same. Not that I. It, and then it, like it's depending on like what um, sort of. Uh, like map it was because like the the M sixteen was a three round burst, right? I think. Still in that one. Yeah, the thing is, like the M M four was automatic, and the M sixteen was a three round burst, and it was depending on whether I wanted to like spray and pray or whether I wanted to be a little bit more um, mm. accurate, depending on on which one. But I used those two quite a lot. Yeah, um, the M fourteen as well when I wanted to be a little bit more long range, but didn't want to commit to a sniper rifle. Uh, I don't really remember using the rest of those uh, and any the rest of those sniper rifles. Um, I was a Barrett 50 cal all the way. Probably Same. not the most practical of the lot, <laughs> but it's just, it was kind of cool. It's mm. a very silly gun. Um, clay, like we mentioned before, glove claymores. Going and yes, squatting down and claymore behind you. like necessity. <laughs> yeah, if you were a sniper, take claymores. Put clay, like climb to the top of the staircase, put claymores at the top of the stairs, and then go find your sniping I know it's a scumbag thing to do. And wait for the little... And wait for the little... Yeah. <laughs> yep. Love it. Love it. Um, all right. We don't need to go in too long about uh, what else is in the game. I suppose no. we better talk about like the further influences uh, of like what this... What influence this game had on the... Um, on the rest of the industry, and I think we've covered most of it already. Hmm. Um, the sort of like I mean, unifying the first-person shooter control scheme. Um, yeah, I think this game was the perfect game at the perfect time. It really capitalized yeah. on Xbox Live. Oh yes, uh, on the 360. Oh uh, yeah, it yeah. was sort of like a bit of a storm in a teacup moment, um, and really, it was after Halo Three which not everyone 
loved because it's you know a bit sci-fi spacey mm. i feel like you know your normal uh sort of let's call them chavs because that's what they were called <laughs> back then uh chavs would play call of duty they wouldn't play halo let's say yeah sure you know, you, you, people that would buy a 360 and just for fifa yeah. let's say call of duty became the second game yeah. that they would call buy. of duty fifa um, that was it yeah. Exactly, yeah. And it, that is still yep. to this day what a lot of people buy an Xbox for. Absolutely, yeah. Um and I think that is probably its biggest impact on gaming is just the fact that it's accessible. Um it was a storm in a teacup and it really paved the way for everything that multiplayer shooters have been aiming for of since the last fucking 15 years, however long it's been, yeah. 16 years. Yeah. For Done. sure, yeah. Um yeah, I mean, like like we said, it, it's sort of like every other multiplayer first-person shooter for years afterwards tried to tried to like imitate in some mm. way or capitalize on the popularity of Call of Duty, specifically the modern warfare, um, yeah, like uh, uh, franchise. Um, like you say, you know, you you've loadouts. Uh, pretty yeah. much probably because of Call of Duty. I can't remember another an earlier example. I mean, I'm sure, like Perks, I said, I'm uh, sure there was. Kill streaks. It, it became so ubiquitous with Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yes. That, like, from that point on, everyone else had to do it. Because that's what yeah. people wanted and they demanded yeah. it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, perks, kill streaks, yeah. Uh, you know, these are kind of things that you see in every shooter and even ga- every game these days. Yeah. Um, you don't even think about. Um, yeah. <sighs> It, it it's I, it's hard to, to to state exactly what influence Call of Duty Modern Warfare had on gaming industry. I think the um, it's just it's just so ubiquitous. Yeah. It's hard to separate. Yeah, and you can't what game, underestimate games would be without. You can't it. understate like what you were saying about what the impact it had on Xbox Live because before that, like you know, I I. I uh, my housemate had an Xbox 360. Uh, other friends had got Xbox 360s, and I played a little bit of like Gears of War and Call of Duty 3 and stuff like yeah. that. But it was just like you know, just some fun multiplayer thing. Um, specifically, what Call of Duty cemented for me was like the um, voice chat on Xbox Live. That was yes. when it kind of blew up, right? Um, for yeah. for for good and for bad. Um, oh, Jesus, I remember uh, I being in lobbies with like <laughs> some uh, kids who ov- have obviously like had their phone next to the mic to play music. Uh, down yeah, yeah, play music. Yeah. Jesus Christ, like hearing hearing tinny music down Xbox Live. Yeah, I mean, so many things that I now um, associate with with public voice chat, like stuff like that. People playing music into their headset. People having conversations. Extended conversations yeah. with other people in the room that they're sat in whilst Kids. they've got their headset on. Babies. Uh, the, the worst thing is I know I'm so guilty of yeah. that. Sorry. <laughs> I know I'm oh, so yeah, guilty yeah. of that. Um, yeah, kids in the background screaming, dogs barking, yeah. <laughs> people having full-blown arguments whilst they're wearing their headset. <laughs> um, my... my um, Having my mother's virtue call into question multiple times a night, having my sexuality called into question multiple times a night, um, having extended conversations with uh, American people on 
uh, over Xbox Live who had never spoken to a British person before and them asking really weird questions like, do you have black people in England? And so... <laughs> <laughs> There's some really fucking oh weird shit that like I'd never encountered before because I I'd never I never bothered with voice chat in online multiplayer mm, before no. Modern Warfare and and it was it's that like um it it almost think, thinking back and to it it's it's that sort of sweet summer sort of feeling you get of sort of the pang of nostalgia yeah. of uh almost innocence and youth I mean for me it was like I was fifteen sixteen or mm. whatever so you know I was quite young still. But I mean, even for you guys, like it, f- to be on, you know, voice chat and stuff, you wouldn't even think about being in public voice chat no. these days. You wouldn't entertain the idea. No, I mean, I, uh, f- I like vicariously—is that the right word? Um, get that hit through uh, a friend of mine uh, on his YouTube. He still plays Call of Duty a lot, uh, and they have like the death, death comms thing in there now. So like when yeah. you die, um like what you say the microphone gets like broadcast or whatever uh and he uploads uh highlight reels onto his youtube channel of people getting really okay. pissed off at him killing them with like with throwing knives or the tomahawk or uh the crossbow or whatever uh and it's very very funny and i i like i get that nostalgia hit through that but um yeah i don't go on voice comms at it's all just... now I um no. I, I did actually for the first time in a long time this week because I I uh, I got uh, that game Battlebit remastered. That's like the uh, the that Battlefield alike game that's made by three oh, people. Oh yes, look, kind of looks a bit like yeah. Roblox, but it's a Battlefield game and it's really fucking good. Is it good? It's really it's really good. It's really really good. Oh, really, really good. <laughs> um, oh, and it's like a like t- a ten I think. Um, yeah. It's- Dirt cheap. Dirt cheap, yeah. And, and like, that's got uh, proximity chat and death chat on it as well. And, like, it's kind of taken me back a bit. In my first game, like, you load into it, and then everyone's sort of, like, congregated in the starting area before the match starts, and someone was playing the village people over the comms to get the whole <laughs> team hyped up. And I was like, oh, man, this feels like this feels like my, my like, teenage years coming back to me. Uh, yeah. And it's just like just a core memory is literally like getting home from college, mm-hmm. going into my bedroom, sitting on my bed, turning my Xbox on, yep. getting my laptop open, signing into MSN or Windows yeah, Live, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. jumping onto Xbox Live, and then you'd literally play a game and then like reply to messages. Did you have that, game and that crappy messages. headset that was like the call center headset with like one earpiece? The, yeah. the, and then a th- the one you got from the. It came um, with your 360, thing. yeah. It was like, yeah, of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. I'm getting super nostalgic. Uh. <laughs> I get more nostalgia thinking about this game than the other two games that we've done uh, mm. for for the uh, Hall of Fame yeah. so far, like massively. Like, I think, yeah. I think if, for, for people of quite a large like age range, this was a really formative game. Yes, um, definitely. You literally, you spent... I mean, we've kind of talked about this before. You... you it's a bit like how Fortnite was like five, six years ago for mm. people of like 16 to whatever of for, it's not just a game. It's, I was going to say it's a way of life. That it, sounds a bit too a, dramatic. It's somewhere to hang it out. Became oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- it became a cultural event. It became a cultural event. It's just because, it's, yeah, it, because it, everyone was playing it. Yeah. It mm. became, you know, it went in the end of the zeitgeist. I, do, I mean, after this, 
even the supermarkets started selling it, Call of Duty events, midnight openings, they started selling it as a lost leader. For selling yeah. for 20 or 25 quid for the next few years. I just remember going like to my local Asda, picking up Call of Duty every single year. You know, it mm. entered this this sort of like changed everything in terms of multiplayer online and Call of Duty itself. It became you know, it became such a cultural thing, yeah. touch point. And just talking about it earlier, I, I don't you know, I've I've said this this was perfection probably. No layers of extra anything, it was just pure multiplayer, pure fun, pure enjoyment. I've never played as much as mm-hmm. I have done Call of Duty for ever since. Yeah. Um, I've always been, and Infinity Ward, Activision themselves have always been like chasing the dragon ever since. You know, they've been trying to put places in. We talked, me and Nick talked when you were off, talked about Modern Warfare 2, and I sort of bounced off that a bit. You know, I played it a bit, but not as much as this. You know, there was there was stuff going on in Modern Warfare Two. Mm-hmm. I thought they were just like there was something insidious about Modern Warfare Two. I just thought I'd stop playing it anymore. It here they they almost just did it for the fun of it, for you to enjoy it, rather than buying it and extending your playtime so they could get more money out of you. This was just pure fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Pure multiplayer. Yeah. I mean, they did try to a little bit with a map pack, but yeah, but it was only one yeah. piece of DLC. And at that point, like, like the the sluice gates on DLC and video games had already been opened. Hmm. Uh, thanks a lot, Bethesda. Um, uh, so I, we can't really blame them for starting it. Uh, no. And it was the later games that really took the piss with it. Uh, hmm. But um, I mean, yeah. This is the last, like the the first and last multiplayer shooter I think where I can remember like everyone I know who played games either had it or lived with someone who had it. Mm. So everyone I knew was playing it pretty regularly. Um, kind of nuts. Yeah. Which is where like which is weird that when you think of when you look at like the, I mean what was the lifetime sales. Um, so it was like 13 million by January. Mm. Um, Call of Duty Mo- Modern Warfare unit sales lifetime 19.84 million units, which today um, isn't a, isn't like a, a massive amount. Um, but that's just because the market is so much bigger than it was like 15 yeah. years ago. Um, yeah, but for the time that was just an a ridiculous number of games to sell. Mm. I mean, PS3 had just come out, I think, 2007 in Europe. The Xbox has been out 2000 for a year. And... Right. I oh, know. Uh, I thought it was 2005 and 2006. That like, Xbox was 05. Yeah. PS3 was right. 06. At least in Japan, it was 06. Yeah, so it only it only been out a year, so it was mm. it was very early on. I mean, only only two years after the 360 dropped as well. Like very early on in both those consoles' like life cycle, um, and kind of defined both of them. Mm. I feel particularly a Xbox 360 because it had a year's advantage. It was cheaper. Uh, Xbox Live was a more robust system than PlayStation Online was. Yeah. And, 
I, I do genuinely think though, because because of games like Halo Three, Gears of War, and then Call of Duty Four, I think it was really the Xbox Live that made Xbox Three Sixty explode so yeah. much. And mm. you know, FIFA, and you you can play online. But it was that where we were in 2006, the internet was really taking off and people started playing games online because of the 360 and, and how good yeah, it yeah. was. And then if one of your mates had a 360 to play Halo or Call of Duty, you needed a 360 to play Halo or Call of Duty. That was just the way it was. Yeah. And that's really what... I don't want to get into console war shit here, but one, I'm doing this like inverted quotes here, the 360, the console war, that, that generation mm-hmm. around the exact same way that it flipped the next time for PlayStation yeah. 4 because they Sony really yeah. embraced that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Call of Duty became a battleground. We've seen it over and, in and the uh, past year. But DLC, exclusive it DLC. It did. Throughout, wasn't uh, but it? Like, uh, marketing rights as well. That was another thing mm. that was like... Uh, that prob- Throughout that the entire... Helped, like, uh, that, yeah. that probably helped the, the PS4's dominance in that generation was the fact that Sony had these marketing agreements with yeah. Activision for, for like... They got the E3, like they always got the E3 for the PS4. Yeah. They got the marketing. They got exclusive. Uh, they got the DLC a month early, yeah. was it, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't yeah. get exclusive DLC. Well, they probably did. They may have got yeah, exclusive it, maps know. as well because it was the days before the Call of Duty was crossplay. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But it's it's that thing of you know, effectively for the last two generations, whoever owns Call of Duty, as in mm. the rights and the marketing, has effectively yeah. won the people mm-hmm. um which is and we're seeing that again you know which now. is why yeah why sony is so desperate for microsoft to not yeah. own it even if they <laughs> even yeah. if they promise to like you know continue to put it out on uh playstation platforms for the next 10 years yeah uh it doesn't matter it's it's the fact that they will be able to market it more heavily on xbox maybe put it on game pass you know yeah Anyway, what a juggernaut! Absolute juggernaut. Um, uh, we've got. I'm looking down like the headers of what we'd usually discuss, and it's like, why is this game in the Hall of Fame? I would <laughs> just say, uh, see, see all of it. If you're still not sure, just go back and listen to what we did. Go back to the beginning yeah, and start again. <laughs> uh, does it hold up in 2023? I mean, yes, it does. Yes, because I mean, graphically, it's it's. A little bit dated now but like if you just play the remastered version then that's not a problem and that was yeah. literally the only thing they really changed the remastered version because the quality mm. formula no, hasn't changed no. i think the problem is we need to take a step back i think we need to look everything we've just said made call of duty great yep. for great does that hold up in 2023 we've just had a look and seen steam player numbers of 23 mm. people playing at the minute you wouldn't go on Steam if you'd never played Call of Duty 4 before and you jumped into a match on Steam right now. You would not have a great time like we've had. No, but maybe remaster's what six years old now. Um, the campaign, the campaign is good. You know, I think the the campaign probably yeah, the holds campaign up. Does but hold up. would it be? I'd- yeah, and I mean, like uh, that was the remastered version. Like the original 2007 version of Call of Duty 4 still got nearly 500 people playing it. Okay. On Steam that's, right now. That's probably better then. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the campaign when you're in the helicopters looking around and you just scroll, oh, it, you know, it had so many moments in it that, like, are iconic. And then it does. Copies, 
copied, you know, like going all across these cities, you know, like smoke point and you just in these helicopters, the like we said, VAC one thirty level. There's just mm-hmm. everything the, about um, this was slick. All up. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. It's an amazing campaign actually. You know. Really yeah, solid. I mean, like, like, uh, and that 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 is evident in um, uh, how many times Infinity Ward themselves and Sledgehammer and the other uh, Call of Duty uh, developers have tried to uh, evoke th- mm. the um, iconic levels from the Modern Warfare campaign um, because they still stand up. I mean. Yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Rema- uh, Reboot 2, the one that came out last year, or I think it was last year, whatever. Um, there's there's an AC-130 level in it. There's a uh, level where you're sneaking about in a ghillie suit with a sniper rifle. Uh, all the stuff, all the big hits from Modern Warfare are plucked still to this day because they, they hold up. The multiplayer format has not changed much because infinity war just struck gold with modern warfare and that formula i mean they've tried to change it you remember was it infinite warfare or advanced warfare one of the two that they introduced like double jumping and wall running and stuff like that and people didn't like it space wasn't it was that space yeah yeah uh, I can't remember. It was one of those two, and then people didn't like it. And then for like in the marketing, the heavy like marketing and like all oh, the press conferences and everything for the next Call of Duty, they kept on repeating the phrases like "boots on the ground," and it was going back <laughs> to being a traditional feeling Call of Duty because like that's what people wanted. Um, and so, I think if you were to go and play original Call of Duty uh, four from two thousand and seven. And then jump straight into the multiplayer of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 from the other year. It wouldn't feel massively different. Obviously, graphically, no. it's a lot more advanced. No. But, like, gameplay-wise, I mean, they, they introduced, like, vaulting. I don't think, like, you could vault over stuff in Modern Warfare. Uh, but, like, there's only a, a few... Climb ladders. Climb ladders. Yeah, there's only, like, a few little things like that that have changed. Apart from that, it's kind of the basic that was a lot of people's complaints really wasn't it for, for years it's just like Call of Duty doesn't change it's the same game every year and there's a reason why it's yeah. the same game yeah. every year because people like it and people buy it yeah and like we said it's so it's perfection almost yeah I'd say out of the, out of the three games that we've done so far this is the one that holds up the most I know it's the well it's not the most recent because Arkham yeah. Asylum was 2011, right? So this is this is older than that, and it holds up better than than that game does. Um, is Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare good for lapsed gamers? Yeah. And you're yeah. the expert on this subject. Yeah. Particularly the campaign. You know, the campaign is... The levels are quite short. The checkpoints are quite um, generous. Um... Mm-hmm. The ease of controls and how you can use this um, is just perfection. You, there's some choke up points where you're going to get killed a number of times, and sometimes you scarp, you know, scarp it across ground and try to get just because you know it was not as evident in this game, but I do remember later on, you know, Call of Duty levels where you're having to trigger because certain events because no that, that was 
this that was in this one as well. The enemies would yeah. like infinitely respawn until you until you pushed far enough forward in a level. Yeah. Um, and that that can be frustrating on the yeah. higher difficulties. Wasn't as evident in this one though. I think it becomes more evident, possibly because you get you get more familiar with it. But um, yeah, for lots of gamers, I'd recommend it. Seven hours, I think it is. It's not a long game. It is not a long game. And there's enough no, variation in terms of there's a lot of American there's a lot of levels. Yeah, there's a lot of levels, but most of them are very short. Yeah. Um, depending on obviously on the high difficulties, you're going to be moving a lot slower, but but none of them are particularly long. No. Uh, and and uh, as we as we went through them, a lot of them are, are like so memorable that you know it's definitely it's worth playing anyway. Um, yeah. The multiplayer, I want to say, I don't know. It's hard to say because I haven't played the multiplayer in a long time. But uh, I think online multiplayer f- it can be difficult in any game for a lapsed gamer because there's mm. if you don't have that sort of like established like skill floor, then you're gonna have a bad time online. If you're not familiar with the maps, if you're not familiar with the weapons, yeah. you're gonna die a lot, and that can be super frustrating. But that's not something that's particular to this game is particular it, you know something that any online shooter is going to have you know i also think the community like is battlefield is or splatoon yeah i think no. like i said because it the... because they move this like there's still you know a few hundred people playing it now on steam um hmm. but uh the call of duty fan base are fickle and they move yeah. on to the new thing and the new thing at the moment is mod warfare 2 and Warzone in particular, yeah. Um, which I would say, if you're a laps gamer, absolutely steer clear of. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, in terms of the campaign, yeah, I agree fully. Uh, it's it's a it's a must play. It's like a it's a it's a historic milestone game that absolutely should be experienced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and there's there's no really. You know, like I think we got Kevin Spacey and we got all these famous people in at some point, didn't we? I think Kiefer Sutherland was was in one of the World War Two games um, later on. Uh, but, possibly, I only remember the Kevin Spacey stuff. Yeah, he was in the. That was in. Kevin Spacey was in the um, press F to pay respects. Um, <laughs> duty. Yeah, that was either Advance or Infinite. I think Advance. I think it was an, it was Advanced or. Infinite War had uh, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones in. Uh, yeah. Well, we still have any gimmicks uh, anyway. people. Go play yeah, it. they didn't have that any of that stuff there. It's uh, of, of the modern Call of Duty games. This was the first one and probably the most pure. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely go and uh, go and check it out. Yeah, play the remaster. Uh, if if you're one of the like. <laughs> four or five people in the world who who was alive at the time and hasn't played it um anyway have we got anything else to say about it or shall we wrap mm. this up nope no no okay good um well have you got any memories of uh of playing call of duty 4 mod warfare dear listener then uh, do let us know you can drop us a tweet over at lapsgamer or you can drop us an email at lapsgamerradio at gmail.com um 
What game are we going to do next? Have we decided? No, I don't know what the list is. Don't think no, we have. Okay. Well, well, we'll have a look at the list and we'll have a decision off mic. We'll keep it secret from the public. And they'll find out later down the line. Uh, we'll probably it'll probably be a month or so before we come back and do another um, game episode. We've got some more shitty video game movies to to watch and talk about. Um, probably the next episode we'll just catch up on mm. what games we've been playing because I think by then will it be out by then? No, it won't be. Oh yes, it will actually. When we record the next episode, Baldur's Gate will have been uh, will have been out for one whole day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think, I think I saw a tweet today uh, that the review copies are going out to the 28th of this month. Uh, okay, fair enough. Oh, well, it's, so. I mean, that game's already in early access, so mm. I mean, I could play it now if I wanted to, but it won't, it's not the version 1.0 feature complete version or whatever. No. So. Anyway, whatever. We're not talking about that game. Um, yeah, I can talk about some other games. Like I can actually talk about Diablo 4, like I did on the last episode, and that was all lost because my recording died. Um, yeah, so I can talk about that again. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Thanks very much, dear listener, for joining Thank us on you. this journey into the Laps Gamer Radio Hall of Fame. Uh, Thank you, Nick ago. and Andy, for joining me. Pleasure. I know. <laughs> Do you feel old? No. Oh, okay, I always feel old. Don't know, like <laughs> probably, but I was young when I played. This yeah, when game. this game came like, out, you were a teenager. I was fifteen, yeah. fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, I re- I still remember like going around to a friend's place and playing it for the first time, hmm. and I, I distinctly remember as well like the little CRT um, <laughs> TV it was hooked Hell up to yeah. on top of like a chest of drawers. Hmm. Um, and uh, listening to Biffy Zero input delay, it, though. Even. I mean, maybe you had a, had a bit of an advantage playing in a CRT if there's no input delay. Maybe, yeah. And I remember it was the one with the missile silos, the map, the first yeah. one I ever saw. Genuine, like that, that is a core memory baked into my head yep. right there. So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, I guess I do feel a bit old. I'm, t- I'm feeling so nostalgic right now, guys. All right, let's end this. I, I I need to play Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm gonna go and look for it on on. Uh, I'm gonna go and look for it on Steam. See how much it is. See if I can find a cheap Steam key for it. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much, dear listener. Cheers. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Ta-ra. See ya. Bye. UAV overhead. <laughs>